Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. Pacific. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Legero. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. That's an annoying voice you for think? people. That's yeah. like more 1920s radio guy. Mm. Um, welcome. I'm Moshe Kasher and I have been... Th- let me just say... Natasha, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Let me just say that I have been thoroughly and uh, roundly chastised, whipped, and uh, beaten by our listeners. And I am in honor of the abuse that I took online this week. I'm not wearing (laughs) shoes. I'm wearing socks in the house. It seems like unanimously people told Moshe he was a rube for wearing his shoes in the house. Well, the, uh, first of people all... People across the globe. People did write in from all across the globe. Um, and, well, I didn't get any... You know, it was a very Eurocentric globe. I didn't get anybody from Asia. I didn't get anybody from Africa. I didn't get anybody from the Middle East. But I got a lot of Europeans and Canadians. Well, let me just read you some of the... Uh, some of the the responses but there was a lot and it was yes natasha unanimous no one wears their shoes inside except americans i guess except you after you step in dog shit hard for me to believe here hard for me to believe but all these canadians all these canadians i've been to canada i've walked into canadian people's houses with my shoes on that's how polite they are i'll tell you one thing i don't appreciate about a shoes off house is the three rows of shoes when you walk in their front door I don't appreciate anything about it. People keep saying, well, we'll get to what people keep saying. Shall I read you some of these? Yeah. But what don't give me you some like highlights. about What don't you like about the three rows? Aesthetically, I find it ugly. To walk in and see a bunch of shoes. Yeah. And when they have like special slippers. 
They're like, can I offer you a, a paper slipper? And some like, slippers, like they wear some slippers to the outside patio, but then they take off the slippers and put on their inside slippers. So they have outside slippers. They're usually like slides. Oh, no, but the, I, I've seen paper ones. Like I have TSA rose. ones. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that seems kind of cool. Like Cana- they're workers in their house or something? Like- <laughs> yeah, it's a construction. <laughs> Canadian. Yes, pretty much everywhere in the world you don't wear shoes in the house. The States is wild for that. <laughs> Says, says a real Emma Mader. Uh, okay, hi, Moshe. I'm from Amsterdam listening to The Secret Dump about the shoes in the house in Hollywood. Oh, my God. This is a new one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, you guys. This is fucking freaking me out. I This brand new message from Amsterdam, the Netherlands, listening to Secret Dump about shoes in the house in Holland. Fucking creators of wooden shoes, so they know a thing or two about shoes. Everyone keeps them on. Love the show. Everyone in the Netherlands. Well, that's because they're wearing cute wooden booties with the turned up toe. <laughs> the little wheel of cheese on the top yeah. of it that they spin around on the two when they go tulip picking. Dude, okay, but they're pretty evolved. The 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 Dutch. By the way, you know one way they're not in, evolved is why are they the Netherlands uh, uh, the Netherlands Amsterdam and they're Dutch and it's it's very confusing. I agree. Do you have any other highlights? Okay, Natasha. Yes, anding. Um, okay, hold on. Chiming in from Canada. Not only have I all, also, this is Brian Kingston. Not only have I always taken my shoes off when coming in the house, I don't think I've ever been to anyone's house or apartment in 34 years where people don't take their shoes off. Well, this dude needs to travel a little more. Well, Come to New York. Come to Amsterdam. I agree. I mean, here's the thing. Hearing you say all this, it's jogging my memory pre-COVID. I used to hate when you would go to someone's house because I'm short and people would be like, do you mind taking off your shoes? And then all of a sudden I'm like nine inches shorter than my date. Right. Oh, you wear nine inch, uh, (laughs) nine inch heels. I'm just saying like. You're like a club kid. The whole like shoes off used to cause me like panic. Interesting. And I also... Also, on the other side of it, I don't like having someone come into my home and asking them to take their shoes off. I remember I asked my friend who was hanging something for me once, and he did, really didn't want to take off his shoes. And they took off his shoes, and his socks were mismatched. Hold on. I got an idea. Yeah. Would you indulge me with something? Sure. Let me call my friend Brent Weinbach. Okay. Because he has a very unusual relationship with people that ask you to take your shoes off in the house. Hello? Brent. Yes. Hi, it's Moshe Kasher and Natasha Legero calling from the Endless Honeymoon podcast. Hi, Brent. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hi. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's no, go- yeah. Do you have boys over? No, I'm just, I was, I was just hanging out with the boys. I was hanging out with some boys online. Yeah. Okay. What do you do online, Brent, these days? Uh, we just hang out, you know, talk talk with each other hang out i hang out with my boys and we you know we just talk about boy stuff like google hangout you guys like hang out uh we do it on zoom yeah we were just hanging out the boys were hanging out on the zoom kind of zooming are, and booming boys what do you, what do you guys zoom. do do you play music do you talk about videos you like what do we, you do just whatever we were talking about our hair getting long and <laughs> you know how what we're gonna do about our hair and we were talking how, about, how many boys are on this zoom there were well, on that one. There was four boys total, including my. Why don't you ever invite me to any zooms? <laughs> Moshe would be the. He would love to Dude, come to your boys. I, how many times have I told you 
Moshe. Let's no. hang out on video. You say we can hang out on video. You never actually invite me to hang out. That's different. Well, this was a spur of the moment thing where they, you know, like Andrew was just like, oh, Andrew, he's, like, he's my friend too. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know. What the hell? What's going on? Well, wait, so then... We play so board guys, games on there sometimes. Oh, you we play, play board games. We'll the board, play board games, games. I, I understand. Just hanging out with four people, I didn't. I don't know anyone. I've that, done that's cool. that. Yeah, I, I, it, hanging out with four people, is, to me, I'd rather do this than hang out at a distance in, like, outside at, at a park or whatever, you know? Well, there is something nice. I mean, I know you won't share the sentiment, Brent, but there is something nice about, like, being with a person in person that it's different, for me anyway. Like you so, prefer Moshe to have someone in your yard ten feet away? No, I. What I'm saying is, I understand what you're saying, Brent. That a Zoom is is more intimate and more, in some ways, like hanging out with a friend than standing ten feet away from them. But I also need the ten feet away once in a while too, just to be like, there's yeah. a human being in front of me. Can I say well, something? It, oh, go yeah. ahead. Well, I, I'm just gonna say, like, I also prefer to be indoors than outdoors, so I like that too. Right, right. I'd right. like to say something controversial. Oh, go for it. I like it all. You like what all? We should be hanging out on Google Hangouts. We should be hanging out and and seeing each other in masks. We should be like, you know, trying to do it all as much as we can safely to keep, keep to not sane. like atrophy. I, I'm going to say something controversial. Mm. The Chinese started COVID-19 in a lab and they, <laughs> they sent it into the human population. Don't say that. People are going to start scrubbing podcasts soon and they're going to scrub them so fast and then they're going to flag certain things and then something could happen to you. You think I'm going to become a member of cancel culture? For <laughs> I don't think so. Um, Brent. Yes, sir. Would you do? Wait, do you want more? Do you want more? No, more no. I, well, so you guys like text each other. You're like, okay, the four of us are going to get together and chat. Do you think it's fucked no. up they didn't invite me? Yeah, no, especially it was if kind he of does a, it all the Here's time. what it was. It was kind of a spur moment thing. I think that at one point, one of them, I think Mike actually, Mike was another person on it, and the other person was my brother. Yeah, you know? and I think he was just like, "Do you guys want to play a game right now?" And then it was sort of started as that, and I was actually on the phone with my friend Scott and. Then I, anyway, it was it's nothing against you. We just it was just basically like it's nothing so against you. We're just like we're just like hey, invite anybody wait. who can let except just, for Moshe, and that's it. Let me just uh, have you thought about telling this story on the moth? <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair because I made him tell it. No, so. I know, but it was just funny. It was like Brent, Andrew, Mike, and Scott were on a Zoom. <laughs> okay, Brent, but right now. We're in the middle of a discussion, an argument even, that I thought wow. you would have a unique perspective on. Do you mind oh. being on our show? No, 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 I don't, no. Are blowjobs cheating? <laughs> <laughs> I would say yes. Is that, I mean, it's a very simple, I think that's a pretty cut and dry thing. I mean, well, right. I mean it depends why you don't think so. Well, I, thanks anyway, Brent. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. I thought you're like my best friend. I thought for sure you'd have my back, but no. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know whose back I was having just now, but <laughs> I, No, Brent, that's not our question. It's not. Oh, okay. But well, I, we, I say, yeah. I'm going to say it depends on anyway, whatever. Yeah. What does it depend on? The parameters of the relationship and what, you know, what's been established. And, yeah. well, okay, so the rule in our relationship is um, absolutely no other partners, including blowjobs. And I think that even despite that, blowjobs are not cheating. What do you think? <laughs> I'm going to have to side with Moshe on this one. Cause <laughs> Thank he you, is, Brent. He is, my, he is my bro, so I got to like... Now, Brent... Now that I know who's back I, need, I was having, I now <laughs> yeah. have to have now that you know, Now you know <laughs> whose dick you need to suck. 
yeah. and it is mine. Yeah. Um, Brett Weinbach, before we get into what we're calling about, is a very amazing stand-up comedian and filmmaker. You should check out everything he does on YouTube and also check out his special, Appealing to the Mainstream. Is that right? That oh, is that's correct. a good title. Yeah, it's real that good. It's correct. on Amazon? That is correct as well. Yes, it is. All right. So- and also, Brent has never been accused of sexual assault. <laughs> Is that correct? <laughs> of course, that's correct. That's why he's, uh, you know, he's he's in our close circle. Why, oh, we've been pruning people from our cro- close circle. <laughs> anyway, Brent Weinbach, one of the greatest stand-up comedians in the world. I'm not kidding. But you have some peculiarities about the, the way you like things, right? And one of those, the one we're arguing about right now, is shoes off inside a house. Tell us about your policy about shoes off houses. Okay, so a lot of people who know me might think okay, I'm kind of like germ conscious and, you know, dirt conscious and stuff. And that I would be for shoes off in the house, right? That people would think that, but I'm absolutely not for shoes off in the house. I hate it's because shoes you don't like walking around in your socks in other people's houses. It's uncivilized. First of all, one, I don't trust people's floors for the most part, you know, like I don't, I don't really believe people's floors are clean enough for my socks. Okay. Right. <laughs> Especially pet households. I mean, a hundred percent pet households. Pet yeah, households. That's not. Are, we have three white fluffy dogs. Yeah, you're not wrong. They shed. And they, you not only do they shed, but their shoes aren't getting taken off. You know, where are their <laughs> shoes? Like, you know what I mean? If you're not going to have their shoes taken off, then wh- why am I taking my shoes off? You know what I'm Honestly, saying? Honestly, not a terrible argument. So wait, what? What is your strategy? Uh, do you have any more thoughts or philosophical thoughts on Absolutely, taking off the shoes? Absolutely, I do. Oh yeah, keep going. <laughs> Um, the other part of it too is it's, it's just, okay. Say someone's floor is clean and I do trust their floor. I just think it's a hassle to have to take off your shoes, like to unlace your shoes. I don't like to slip the shoes off, you know, but like to unlace your shoes and have to take them off. It's just, that's just physical exertion that I think is unnecessary. You know, Wait, and, you don't like the calorie burn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be, I want to live as sort of as lazy a life as possible. I don't want to take my shoes off. Now wait. Even, anyway, no, but it, it is just trouble to take your shoes off. I think. No. And furthermore, last point about the, about it is that, you know, I I don't have this problem, but I think other people might. You know, is if people have like really bad f- smelling feet or whatever, it's like they're they're basically having to like being feeling obligated to have to expose their smelly feet to people. And that's like kind of unfair to them. You know what Another I mean? pretty good point. Unfair to us too. Yeah. Unfair well, to no, everybody. Yeah, well, on top of that, yeah, you don't want to smell their feet. Too, Honestly, you know? unfair to the pets because they have like 10,000 <laughs> times the sense of smell. <laughs> exactly. So, so they're suffering exactly. on either end. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Brent, Brent, when you go to the, do you feel, can you tell us about your process at T? Cause you don't just not like it at home. You really don't like it anywhere. Well, Don't I mean, you, God, it's it, that's the other part of it. I mean, it's worse at TSA. Although at I, I don't, I do pre-check now because to alleviate the problem, which is 100 percent worth it, you know. But but what did you used to do? You I used to a, do. There was many methods, you know. I mean, many methods. I used to say the first. The wait, can I just can I be yeah. the TSA person and you just <laughs> kind of take me through what it's what you used to do? Okay, the first one do won't you, really involve them. The okay. TSA. Tell person, us the first but it, one. the first method used to be taking the bags that were supposed to be for the liquids, and I would just put those on my feet as covers. <laughs> so because I didn't want to put my feet on the dirty floor of the TSA, where all wait, these you really people. did this? Yeah, 
And Wait, so you would put you would take your <laughs> shoes off, but you would put your shoes in the bag, the gallon baggies, and then send it. No, no, through I X-ray? would put my shoes on the conveyor belt or whatever. But I, the, I use the baggies for my to cover my feet as sort of like. You know, oh, I see. I see. See, Brent, because let me tell you this. I don't wear socks a lot of times. So when I go through TSA, sometimes I'm barefoot and it's oof. fucking it's, nasty. Well, that's nasty as hell because, first of all, there was one time I went to the TSA where y- you could smell the, the person who went before me. Like, it was crazy. They, had, they must have had some sort of fungus or something, but it was, it was insane how bad it smelled. And it was on the floor where people are stepping with their socks that can absorb that fungus or whatever it is. And then, so they even had someone come with some kind of spray and where they were spraying the floor, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, why? This is so gross. I always say to, that my, my slogan is like, um, you know, like, the, well, the TSA slogan is um, the, the TSA where um, safety is, is oh, I forgot, I forgot what it is. Was, safety is our priority. And then I, my add-on is like, and, and hygiene is not or something like that. <laughs> wow. And, you ever do any of the Comedy Central roasts? <laughs> the Wait, roast Brent, the though, TSA. didn't you also tell me once, though, that you liked being padded, uh, padded by security because okay, well, you whole, thought it was I mean, a yeah, massage? No, that's, oh, is that, that's is that part thing. three or is that separate? That's like part three, I guess. But it's like, <laughs> look, anyway, there was a TSA employee. He got annoyed at me for using the plastic bags on my feet once because he was like, you know, he's like, He's he's like what do you he was just getting on my case about it and it, funny thing about it was he says look at that woman over there she, he points to her and she was barefoot and she's like she's walking through she doesn't even have socks on and I'm like that's exactly why I'm wearing these plastic bags it's because of her dirty feet stepping on the floor you know <laughs> and spreading the fungus and stuff wait, anyway Brent okay. wait do, Natasha you want to know about the 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 rub downs or do you want to well well no motion now play the TSA this okay. is the other method I started doing okay Natasha Which, you're I, a better actor than me do you want to do the TSA or do you want me to No you uh, be the TSA oh yeah whoever yeah whoever Okay can you please uh sir can you please walk through the Oh I, I'm not taking off my shoes by the way just um heads up Well you need to take off your shoes sir Oh I have a I have a condition a medical condition and I can't take off my shoes I'm sorry sir no conditions you got to you got to take off your shoes everybody has to take off their shoes no, no, I, you have a medical condition. You don't have to take off your shoes. Ask me what the condition is. What's the condition? Um, it's called uh, potus manly eye or hypopotus manly eye. <laughs> okay, let me well, I don't know what that is, sir. Do you want me to send my uh, manager over? I mean, hi, it, it, hi anyway. There. I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, hey, it's me. Uh, uh, I'm Ralph Tresvent. Um, I am the, uh, the general secretary here at the TSA. What's, what it seems to be the problem? Oh, I just I have a medical condition, so I can't take off my shoes. Okay, what's what? It's it's called what? Then you might say something. It's called. Hold on. What what do you call it's it? Called, it's called Potus Manly Eye or Hypopotus yeah. Manly Eye. Fuck yeah, brother! Trump twenty twenty Potus Manly Eye. <laughs> <laughs> what you is might, Potus you Manly Eye? Like wait, wait. So what about when you take a go? What are you about when you take a shower or when you go to the bed? Why don't you uh, just play I, both parts, Brent? <laughs> <laughs> What wait wait why would they say what about when you take a shower or oh, whatever okay. like what, like you so know, you just don't so you just don't take your shoes off ever I mean what about when you I go say, home no I'm I'm permitted to taking them off like when I get at just you know when I start the day and end the day that's it you know I'm I, I'm doctor's orders I'm not supposed to take them off during I can't take them off during the day or whatever and, anyway. and what what is potus manlii well it's a it's a condition it's a fungal condition. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's let, look. Let's let, let this just, nasty motherfucker through. You can go on through, sir. Can we okay. get the fungus spray? So, Potus manlii, by the way, that's the um, that was the uh, that was the name of an insect that was the, the Julian Sands character <laughs> named um, in 
in the movie Arachnophobia starring Daniels. So there's early in the movie, they're in this jungle and um, Julian Sands plays this, you know, this scientist and he finds this insect that he goes, I think I'll call it Potus Mandii. Now, what, what would you have done if you had gotten busted by another arachnophobia head <laughs> who worked for the TSA? And, I, and I'd say, oh, yeah, no, it's really funny. Like they, that, that movie used that, <laughs> that condition for that movie and, and was calling a species of spider. I guess that guy, maybe that guy had the same condition and was like kind of paying tribute to it or something in that movie. Or whatever. All right, Brent, last question because um, we got to take a call over here. Uh, what? But by the way, I just would say this. By the way, you you don't. I found out later you don't have to say what the condition is. It's you can just say it's private, and they they actually can't. I already I called the TSA and found out found out about this that <laughs> you you're not required to say you don't have you can just say it's private, and then they can't do anything about it, and they do have to let you through. And also on top of that, um, the if you don't want to take off your shoes, um, you can do this option where you. Uh, where you and, you and if you don't want to go through the body scanner which i didn't want to do that either then you that if you don't take off your shoes or do the body scanner you can get the pat down and the pat down does feel good and it is like massage and i do recommend it <laughs> you're the only one you are yeah you're one of a kind you Brent. like someone in a rubber glove putting like the side of their hand under like right underneath your penis that feels good as hell, actually. <laughs> the, when they kind of do this cupping kind of uh, motion with their hand, and it, they kind of ram it to like sort of the crack between your sort of balls and 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 uh, and thighs. Wait, that's you know like what I mean? reverse sexual harassment. Wait, I have another question, Brent. If it's a man doing it, does it feel like as good as, or like do you do you feel like you you prefer a woman to do that, all, or you can kind of zone it, out? It would be awesome if a woman could do it, but they don't allow that. <laughs> oh, so it's this always is... a man. It's always a man. It's always wait. I mean, um, it's always man on man and woman on woman. Correct. Yeah. It's Brent, did you ever did you ever requ- request a female therapist? <laughs> I, w- I should have. That'd be funny. Oh, can I get actually a female? <laughs> you gotta say therapist though. Can I get a female therapist? We're wait. Ther- so so you as a straight man, when the man starts like cupping, he just on- it's a physical. I like getting massages from male mas- masseuse. Yeah, when it when it feels, I mean, sometimes he's not I, trying to get but, his. Nut. But he's talking about his the, right he's underneath not trying his to bust balls a nut. getting cut. You're not sometimes doing it when you get horny. Sometimes when he's pat, sometimes when he's patting me down, I I might sometimes I might say to him, <laughs> just to let him know he's doing a good job. Right, yeah, that's you, a joke. That's a joke. That's a you joke. might you might say to him if you if you move over just an inch, you'll feel <laughs> yeah, my, po- yeah, yeah. my potus manly. By, I, by the way, I want to say somebody getting a pat. Did this happen? Someone getting a pat down actually was really sensitive and ejaculated, right? Yeah, and got arrested. <laughs> got arrested. That, that did happen. So, that is so funny to me, right? Wow. Yeah, that that did happen. That you know, but, is crazy. You know who but, it was? Who? Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> 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 um, but all that, right. But anyway, no. I mean, we kind of went off track. But about taking off shoes, though. I mean, yeah. It's like, uh, and I don't mind. Like even in my own house, like I sometimes leave my shoes on because it's like warmer. You know what I mean? To leave my shoes That's on. That's crazy, Brent. Because your own house, you're a germaphobe. You would just let track in. You're like yeah. tracking those shoes all over the place. But here's I what I think. Don't and we mind gotta, about that. For we got it. We got to run, Brent. But yeah. here's what I think is like everybody, all these people that wrote to me, all these people that wrote to me from all, because this is the thing. We had an argument on the, on the podcast last week, Brent, and all these people from all about um, uh, how other people do shoes on, shoes off. I thought it was just a Japanese Asian thing. Apparently all over the world, people, people don't 
uh, allow shoes on in the house. Canada, everybody was like, Canada, Canada. Here's another Canadian that's like, uh, I pulled a bunch of friends. Nobody wears shoes in their house. Why would you track dirt from outside through all your clean floors? Grow up, she said. Grow up. <laughs> I don't know if it's an immaturity thing. But um, but I don't understand why people want their floors so clean. Like, I don't right. do anything on the floor. I walk on right. the floor. I don't right. get that. I on, like my floors cleaned. Why not? I like them clean. I'm just saying everybody's like, why would you track dirt on your floors? It's like, well... What are you What are you doing on the floor? Sounds like someone so who doesn't do a lot of cleaning of the floor. <laughs> what is a floor for? But to step on, you know what I mean? I, I mean, you. that's what a floor is. It's for your feet to and a, even possibly dirt. I think it's just rude. I think it's rude when people make you take off your shoes in I do too. their house. Yeah, well, everybody in the in the world is rude. Here's somebody from the Czech Republic. Reina Dragon says, "I used to live in the Czech Republic." Uh, they didn't wear the shoes in the house, school, and many workplaces. They all keep <laughs> slippers or house shoes. Kindergartens even have outside clothes that they go out to play. That's insane. Outside Raina, clothes? Raina, Raina Dragon? That sounds like a character from Arachnophobia. <laughs> Ponus no, Badly, I mean, his love interest. And the greatest insult you can do is to wear shoes in someone's house. I think most Eastern European countries are the same. Here's someone named Frau Weiner, who surprisingly the Frau is from Germany. Germany, <laughs> it's usually assumed that you take your shoes off. The first question when you walk into someone's house is usually, should I take my shoes off? Canada, we don't wear shoes. Uh, clean indoor slippers from Jamie Pendler. Here's a guy named Kiel. Don't wear shoes in Canada. The question is, uh, here's a guy go. Um, I like this one because it was about an argument, Brent, that uh, <laughs> Natasha and I had about uh, when I stepped in dog shit in the house and she started yelling at me for wearing well, uh, well shoes. Well, no, if you step in dog poo, you leave the shoe outside. You know, I didn't realize that it had happened, but you're going to like this. Someone named Screw Loose said, the question <laughs> is not if you should wear shoes in the house or not. That's a personal decision you two can make. It's if Natasha's response in the moment was appropriate. Colon, it was not. <laughs> um here's an Aus- australian uh my partner is Estonian, and they don't wear shoes in the house i feel like uh, in a place where it snows it's better to take them off at the door here in australia though we are definitely animals no argument there um you don't have to everyone can i mesh. offer just a solution for people who don't want to take off their shoes or yes like, this is what i do now and this is the, the perfect thing you can do is i bring in the trunk of my car i have a pack of shoe booties so if someone i have those for like my electrician so all the time you have them yeah i try to or if i know that i'm going to go somewhere that has a shoes off policy i bring those now i think people should people who have shoes off policies they should i think they should carry them at their house because they should offered as an alternative if someone isn't comfortable taking off their shoes they should um, always have them if you're a shoes off house actually that's a good message if you are a shoes off house you should buy some booties to to hook up your friends who are like who have potus manly eye yes because then that way you know you get the best of both worlds i mean it's like people get to keep on the shoes you get to keep your floors clean and if it, that's your problem you know make it if you're if someone is a guest in your house, you want to be hospitable to them. You should let them be comfortable and uh, well, wear, if they want to wear shoes, let them wear shoes. You know, I love hosting parties and I would never ask people at a party to take their shoes off. So usually what I would do is roll up the rugs. But sometimes if I'm having like a smaller party and haven't rolled up the rugs, I have these like really cheap Target rugs in my house that look good for some, for some reason. And then... <laughs> 
every uh, six months, I just buy a new one. This is funny. You both have solutions <laughs> to foot problems that t- have to do with like dispo- having things around that you can dispose of easily. But yours are just r- entire rugs. Well, that is probably not a great solution. But I have done, I have bought new ones before when it's got, because I don't want to ask, I don't want to have a socks. I don't think you have as much fun at a party in socks. I agree with you. Yeah, because yeah. you're scared of like, I don't know what. You can't really dance or get you're down. You're not yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, it's not comfortable being out and about with your shoes off, I think. Here's another one. Hung- I won't read the whole email, Natasha. Hungary. Uh, Hungarian family here in Eastern European. It is unspeakable to wear shoes inside. Jeez. <laughs> if you think wearing shoes inside is unspeakable in Hungary, you should check out uh, the early uh, 1940s and late 30s, what happened in Hungary. Some other <laughs> unspeakable stuff. Um <laughs> Prague, no. Russia, no. Here's a Russian person. Here's a, another. I've been to Canadian. all these countries, you know that. Uh, now this guy, Musa Muhammad, uh, writes and said, Moshe, what is even the advantage of wearing shoes indoors? Just a little bit of attitude that wasn't necessary for oh, Mr. The, Muhammad. I can go. I can so easily see what the advantage is. Yeah. Definitely for me, height. Uh, height. Fashion. Comfort. It's just comfort. It's like it. It's. It's more. It's sometimes it's more comfortable to wear shoes. Actually, I think. Well, Brent, I want to thank you for your perspective. And, I, you know, we are in the minority, apparently, in the international community. But uh, we, are in the, uh, we are in the right, it seems well, like. Well, and, I'm glad uh, Natasha is um, considerate of people's comfort levels, too, to not ask people to do it, though. To, yeah. to buy a new rug every six months. <laughs> hey, that, you know what? If that, I, I think that you put it on you. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't think we should be that disposable with things. If the shoe fits... Or uh, just have don't have make the, me take it off. Have a rug that you use as the guest rug, <laughs> and you just keep it. You don't dispose of it. You keep. Oh, it, I like pull that. It out. A, par- a party rug, a huge party. rug. Ooh. You roll out just for parties, and it's I just like filthy. That. And then I can get another rug. I roll out for the dogs to piss on. This is a great idea, <laughs> Brent. Thank you, thank you for joining us. We, I, I I miss you. We miss I, you, Brent. I know my, you miss me too. Yeah, my I'm pleasure. Gonna, and I miss you too. I have a pack of two hundred of those booties. I'm gonna have them over next time you come over. Yeah, to... they could be right at the door, at the doorway, if you want. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could have booties and masks. That's the Ooh. new COVID reality. Um. All right, Brent. You seem to have a lot of great advice about what to do about uh, not taking your shoes off. And I thought, why don't we just keep you on the line and have you? Do an advice call with us. Are you down? Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. What do you think, Tosh? You want to do a call? Yeah. Let's do a call. We're now going to call John in Austin. Hello. Hi, John. It's Natasha Legero and Moshe Kasher and our friend Brent Weibach. Hi. What's up, guys? Hey. Long time listener. First time caller. What's up? What's up? That was a classic, <laughs> classic right there. <laughs> <laughs> um how brent you want to say hi 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 john hi brent what's going on guys we want to know what your problem is yeah what's so going on with yeah you? make fun of you yeah um yeah make fun of me i uh i recently connected with a girl i met at work before the quarantine i slid into her dms on instagram um and i'm trying to figure out how to navigate uh the relationship because she had to flee to uh, Washington DC um, at the beginning of this. And she comes back in a couple months. Um, but I'm very into this girl and I want to know like how I keep this from getting stale or boring, you know, cause if you're just going over text, it's not, 
it's kind of difficult to to keep the love alive. Got it. Oh, because you guys have been forcibly separated by COVID circumstances. Yeah, world's ripped apart. Yeah. Have you, have you tried <laughs> yeah. video yet? Uh, yeah, we Facetimed today. Actually, it was nice. First time. And that's not exciting. First time. No, it was very oh. exciting. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, big big development. Yeah, it's um. Case closed. Oh, yeah. That's how you yeah. give advice, Brad? Okay, good talk. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next one. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. It's, uh, it was good. We, uh, we FaceTimed today. She's, she's hanging out in D.C. It was good. Um, I actually wrote her a letter, and I sent it to her and put a bunch of Kodak photos in there. Now, wait a um, minute, John. You're kind of sprung, John. Yeah, first of all, that's... that's <laughs> Ain't that str- cute as fuck? Uh, honestly, honestly we, on, this, on this podcast, we don't really respect like uh, genuine and sincere displays of emotion like we kind of look down on that i just oh right that right might, but no no but you it's it is funny you're like what do i do to keep the romance alive and you're like well today i video chatted i also sent her a handwritten letter with kodak <laughs> pictures yeah. so like, well, i was like, like they're gonna give me i already solved my problem <laughs> what do you um, think natasha i don't understand what his question is basically that he's for, been forced into a long distance relationship that's mostly text-based how does he keep a romantic progression going when he can't see the person or really make things get more romantic? Why can't you guys find a way to see each other? That is a good question. That's, yeah, I'm trying. Well, I'm in Austin. She's in D.C. So you, Austin's getting fucked right now by, by COVID. Do you, so, work? Do you um, work, John? Or are you off work? I'm, I'm off work. Do yeah, you have, I'm in film. Do you have money? Don't. I do have money. Yeah, do, I could go see her. That's what you do. You go get an RV, get, make get, some Kodak memories. I could get an RV. Yeah, get a fucking uh, go get a COVID test. When you get that negative COVID test, get an HIV test because I got some questions about your behavior. <laughs> and then get in your car and fucking take a drive and camp on the way. Buy a tent with a mask. Buy a tent so that you don't stay in any hotels. So you're sure you're positive that you're COVID free by the time you get to D.C. And have a plan mm. so that when you get to pick her up, you guys go somewhere romantic and cool. Hell yeah. A lot of mm. hotel. Oh, I guess you don't need a hotel if you're in an RV. I think. Well, but if, if you, you do stay right. in an RV, I, I, I've heard a lot of hotels are like waiting 24 hours in between guests at, from the cleanings. So there's like and they all have real good. So like the ones that I've been to, like only one person allowed in the lobby at a time. There's really good social distancing. Um, they don't right, have right. the restaurants are closed. You know, you can still learn to live with this a little bit. I mean, if you have money, you don't have a family, you've got nothing but time and a new relationship. I would try to do something romantic because also there's it's not like there's not that much pressure right now. OK, to, to for for work. Right. You don't have work. No, this is I, right. I, right. I, I got something for you here. Okay, here's my suggestion. We have a, we have a real Brant. By the way, do you have any thoughts? Well, uh, yeah, I do. I have a couple thoughts. Yeah, go for it. Well, you say your thing first, and then I'll. Well, here's what I think you should do. It's a combination of Natasha's idea and mine. I think you should, if you can rent an RV, do it. But you might not have that kind of money. You might not have that kind <laughs> right, of money. Right, that's a, that's expensive. That's a pretty penny. That's yeah. what, go buy a tent from a Walmart. Get a COVID negative test. Have her go get a COVID negative test. Drive to DC. It's not that long of a drive. I've actually done that drive. It's not that crazy of a drive. And yeah. then and then go to the nearest uh, national park. So I'm gonna find you a nice nice national park near you. Uh, get a reservation at a national park. And stay for two days at the national park with her. Uh, you oh know? yeah, 
I just think that yeah. would be a very romantic, huge step forward. And it'll answer your questions because if it doesn't kind of feel right, then at least you know and you're not like waiting six more months before you see her when you could have been like sliding into other people's DMs. Yeah, right. 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 Yeah, right, and we're, we we're already... Here we go. We're already got- to the stage of talking about hammock fucking. Okay. Fucking in a hammock. So, well, okay. wait, is that a thing? Yeah, I've never done that, that. How does that work? You guys never fuck in a hammock? I mean, it's it's regular fucking, but in a hammock. You know, I would warn you against it's that, John. Thing. I would warn you against yes. that, John. Unless you get one of these new camper hammocks that are solid fabric, because honestly, I early on in my pornography watching career, when it was all <laughs> on, on VHS, I have a very visceral memory of a porn where a guy he was in a hammock and he got an erection and <laughs> he turned around and got hard. While he was trying to hide his erection, and he got trapped in the netting of the <gasps> hammock. And oh fuck! That was a big part of the plot of the porn was that women had to come over and like suck him off to get him to to uh, go, oh yeah yeah go, that's go soft so that he could get out of the <laughs> hammock. So maybe I actually am saying do it. Yeah, no, that's that's the best advice yeah. I've gotten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe you should do that, Brent. What are you thinking? Right. Well, first of all, I don't think it's going to get stale if it's long distance. It's that's just going to make it more exciting, you know. And, uh, and for one thing, but two, yeah, I was going to just suggest, you know, if you don't have anything to do, you don't even need an RV. You could just drive this way. You don't have to fly on an airplane with people and possibly get sick or whatever. You can just drive, drive to DC and meet up, you know, that is not and, a bad idea. I have a and, right. stay, and you could stay with her. Why, if, I mean, if she has a living situation where you could stay with her, just stay with her and just, you know, do that. I have a friend yeah, who's, yeah. who's driving from LA to uh dc but they're just stopping in like luxury hotels along the way so you could or you know nice hotels <laughs> your advice yeah, is all right yeah rent no, an it's, RV. it's all money rent, rent an rv stay in a luxury hotel well go. no i mean if you can afford three stops <laughs> for thing. like you know three hundred dollars each it's a thousand dollars and you know that's it's Treated. cheaper to just take your car gas and you know you it's it's a new relationship so if you're not going to rv where are we gonna stay at a motel? No, I don't know. this is why I'm saying right. to you, and this I, I think I, of all the money you're saving right now. I strongly believe the RV sexy though. That's a great idea. I strongly believe that my plan to go to a a national park or some such is a good idea because on a, on some real advice shit, John. Uh, uh, I mean the fucking in a hammock and getting your dick sucked so that you go flaccid and can escape was real advice, <laughs> but on some sincere advice. <laughs> One of the things about long distance relationships, I've had a lot of experience with them, is you have all this intensity and then you show up and it's like this person who you barely know other than on text is like in your house and it can get very awkward very quickly. That's why you stay in a luxury hotel because everything's better. Well, this is why I'm saying maybe go maybe go to a place together somewhere else if it's a hotel or if it's a national park, don't stay at her place because then it can just get very intense very quickly where you're like, oh, this person's in my life now. Go hang right, out right. and have something to do. And when I say luxury hotel, I'm just being funny. Like it could just be a nice hotel. A like courtyard anything, Marriott? Not a La Quinta. A yeah. <laughs> no, no La Quinta. <laughs> I'm going to do a KOA. But he, do you like camping? If he doesn't like camping, maybe not that, right? Do you like camping? I love camp. She's a big camper too. That's actually, yeah, that's another idea that I've had. Oh my God. You don't really need us. We have to take another call. John, pitch a tent. Pitch a tent. 
Pitch a tent and then and then go camping afterwards. Yeah, some people really need off, our help. Yeah, t- pitch a suck tent, tent, get it off. sucked off, and then go camping. <laughs> All right, John. Good luck. Good luck. Thank you, guys. Appreciate but get it. a COVID test first. Get that COVID test right, first. Right, right, right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Noted. Brent, any final thoughts? Wear a mask on that dick. <laughs> okay. Bye, <John. laughs> Copy that. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. I feel like John was kind of a comedian. I do feel that he... Do, he was Brent, like kept like trying to get jokes in. Brent, you think John was a stand-up? <laughs> well, he said he worked in film, I think. So, I don't know. Maybe. That could be. I don't think... No, I didn't, I didn't get that impression, actually. No. Okay, Brent. 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 Yeah, I'm out here. You did such a good job on uh, our <laughs> podcast in the first segment and the second segment. Let's hear some secrets. Yeah, secrets. This is fun. I mean, what what is the? Tell me about the segment. How does it work? So we have a secrets hotline. That that's crazy. You also never listen to my podcast. Yes, I do actually. I have listened to it actually, but I well, just I've, don't. I've, I've I want to So Brent, people call in their deepest darkest secrets, and then we listen to them and we make fun of them. Wait, your deep dark secret is that you're secretly not a good friend of mine, and avoid <laughs> avoid me on on all. Online on platforms Zoom. on Zoom. Okay, yeah, they they call in, they leave secrets, and then we listen to them, and then we riff on them and have some fun. They're anonymous secrets. I take it. Yes, they are. Although, strangely enough, over the year we've been doing this podcast, every once in a while, someone's like, "Hi, I my secret is when I was young, I slept with my grandfather and I killed my my dog." Anyway, Stephanie this, Baker at Hotmail.com. Exactly. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, why would that instinct? Anyway, call me back, 902. It's just so bizarre. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. mostly they're anonymous. Yeah. So call me back. I'm at, you know, I'm at one, <laughs> two, four, five, you know, Walnut Drive. And um, just please don't tell anybody when it, you get here how you know me. These are my numbers. My office number is this. My <laughs> cell phone is this. And my home line is this. Well, our secret is this. Hi, Moshe and Natasha. Uh, here is my secret. It's a quarantine secret. Um, I am currently quarantining in L.A. Uh, with a couple. And for some reason, they have been having very loud, hot sex the past few weeks. And instead of running to my room or putting headphones on, I find myself in, uh, enjoying listening to them. Um, yeah, I, uh, I should probably stop, but I just find myself looking forward to the nights that they have sex. Um, I guess I, I get turned on, uh, by the sound of sex. Um, yeah, I love the podcast. Uh, I look forward to it every week. Uh, thanks. Bye. Okay, he was trying so hard to not tell us that he masturbates. <laughs> I, know. When... I thought that's what he was saying, basically. <laughs> I think so. It's funny. You're right. She's like, I enjoy it. I'm turned on by it. <laughs> I, I hope they do. I like look, it. Well, he said, lately I've been you know, enjoying it. <laughs> like, like, which is means, yeah, you're right. It's like code for like, I've been jacking off. <laughs> I like, would. I've been, lately I've been, you know, stroking my penis it uh, i would probably do the same thing if i were in his position i do always Dude. think it's weird when people have loud sex though if someone can hear that i know yeah i mean gosh i got stories that i don't even know if i should tell but i actually used to do them as bits on stage anyway so i could but um you know i had a 
Maybe John. What was his name again? John or something? I don't remember. It's a secret. Or, he didn't. T- they don't say their names. Oh yeah, of course. Hey, not it's yet. John. I'm living Steph- with a couple in Boston. Ste- Stephanie <laughs> Baker at Hotmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I. Uh, never mind. Actually. Oh, well, okay. Uh, well, well, why don't you try it? We can always cut it out. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I, I, uh, I used to have when I, in San Francisco, I used to have roommates and, uh, this one roommate, she, her boyfriend would come over and they would, you know, do it. Yeah. And, um, they, did you uh, start to enjoy it? Well, no, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, I had a, I had a, at the time, uh, you know, I had a very sensitive, um, palate, so to speak. <laughs> And <laughs> and um, well, basically the sound the sounds that the girl was making it it and what the sounds they were making I guess you'd say they um, without any kind of touching of myself or With, any without, kind of way I, without enjoying it <laughs> without any any enjoying of it I um. You know, stuff came out. You finished you know? it. <laughs> they, Whoa! Then, yeah, like there was um, emissions. We know? used to call it the the mind jack because it's you called d- a mind. It's kind of a mind jack, although that that's not totally a mind jack in that there was an there was an an oral or an audio stimulus, you know, involved. What? But isn't that an what? audio? I, that's what I said. Oh, 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 oh! I see. Mind jack is nothing. Mind jack is your, it's just purely in your mind, like your mind can do it. And oh. I, and I ha- actually have, I've done that too. But that's, By the way, can girls mind jack? Yes. Yes. Have I, I've told this story before, right? I, I told a story of a mind jack on, on here. Oh, that the girl I've, did. I've mind jacked. I've mind jacked before a couple of times. I was with a woman who mind jacked. Wow. Yeah. Wait, how I did a mind how, jack? How did that, how did that, how does that work exactly for a girl? Well, I've told, I've told the story before, right? I don't know, honey. I probably have. Well, I'll tell you, Brent. I I don't like repeating stories on podcasts, but I hear that. Uh, but uh, it, I was going to be the, new with my listening of it. Well, of, he makes I mean? an exception on our podcast. Well, <laughs> I was once with a woman uh, who I met like on a on an app or, or like mm-hmm. OK Cupid, and her thing was that she wanted to be verbally abused, right? Yeah, yeah. and um, and she was like, "I have no limits." And Moshe got so horny when he read that, he came all over himself. <laughs> but then when I cleaned up, I sopped it up, and I called her, and we got together, and that was her thing. She was like, no limits, any abuse, seriously. Like, just be mean. So we were, um, she was in g- going down on me, was not yeah. touching herself in any way, and yeah. I was d- being doing what she wanted and abusing her verbally, you know? Yeah. And all of a sudden, so like, what are you calling her? Like an idiot or something? Yeah, like, you're just such like, an idiot. You know, just, you're such a dummy. You call her a dummy. And stuff? Yeah, I called her a dummy. I said you need wow, to straighten so up, hardcore. champ. Stuff like that. I was like, like you really took that. You really, um, you know, you really took liberties with that whole no limit thing. You were calling her. <laughs> I was like, so real before were you calling her a buffoon? Yeah, I was like, you're she nothing but a buffoon. You're, you're God, a- you look so silly. <laughs> 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 but anyway, all of a sudden, she stopped going down on me and I was like what's wrong I thought maybe I'd gone too far right I thought I had hurt her feelings yeah and um she was like no I just I I just came yeah I, I how's that I, a mind were, jack because she wasn't touching jack. herself no no but see you I, were touching I, I say that no I wasn't true, touching her a true mind jack though doesn't have any there's no sexuality external happening. stimulus at all there's no 
I mean, she's touching. She is kind of her mouth is getting touched. You yeah. Know? Yeah, but she's she wasn't touching <laughs> her genitals getting, at all. She but was, that's not a mind that jack. She's got a dick in her mouth. Wait, you can that come. With, oh, can you come with a dick in your mouth? Yes. What? First of all, like people, <laughs> like I said, it doesn't sound that hard. By the way, a true mind jack, though. By the way, is if you're there's no there's no sounds or no there's nothing no you're not external seeing anything. yeah there's no external stimulus it's all like you're thinking about it in it's your just head. thoughts and then boom you can do it you're, you can bust on your own and i have done that a couple times you're pretty powerful phrase, and That's by the way speaking jack. of mind jack uh to those that are new to brent you have a great uh one of one of your great internet videos on youtube is, is it youtube where you can find it yeah you can find it on youtube it's yeah. called mind jack and it's uh really good it's about a um a Chris Angel type magician who is the master of the mind jack. You should watch it. Um, should, should we it's play? Based on a true story, actually. Should we play another secret? Yeah, let's play one more. Yeah, that's funny about that guy enjoying it though. He it's enjoyed really, it. That's like hard for funny, actually. <laughs> I don't know. Like, would you do it? I mean, would you like Natasha if you were in his position? I would never be quarantined with a couple. But if you were. I'm just saying, like, I would. Have you ever gotten? Turned- I would never get in a situation where I was living with people who I could hear fucking. Do you think they were I- fucking loudly so that he could hear it, kinda? So that he could enjoy it. Yeah, to let you Maybe. know they're like they're like you know what? Let's let Jason enjoy it tonight. I was I would just feel so uncomfortable in that situation. I'd rather be in like a boarding house. <laughs> You'd rather get COVID. Maybe they were kind of like thinking. Oh, well, he can't really meet anybody. You know, I mean, it depends on how diligently he's being about or diligently he's quarantining. But maybe they thought, well, he can't be out there with anybody. So let's let's get let him, you know, yeah, let's eh, get let him, him enjoy it. it. It's like almost a weird threesome in a way. Yeah. All right. But let's play one more secret. Oh, do you have another thought, Brent? Well, I was just curious. Would you, Moshe? I think I have. Yeah, sure. sure yeah, sure, I think sure. I have. I think I've heard a couple making love. I think maybe even when I was young and my parents were doing it. Let's play another secret. <laughs> Your parents. Hey, uh, Natasha and Moshe. Um, I have a very juicy COVID secret that is tearing me apart. Um, <laughs> uh, so I just recently came back from visiting family in a hotspot. Um, we were in the country, so I didn't think that you know, it was high risk, but I was willing to take the risk, you know. Um, and when I got back to my hometown, uh, my home city, I got tested like a responsible adult, uh, stayed at home for the week while I was waiting for my test, got my test back, um, read it as me not having coronavirus, um, made a plan to hook up with a guy that I've known for a while hooked up with him and then the next day got a call from the tracking service saying that I had been listed as someone with coronavirus (laughs) and I checked my results and I misread it and I I was I had coronavirus and I went and hooked up with someone and I feel so bad I called him and I told him that it was um, a clerical error Oh God, it's so bad. Um, I am asymptomatic um, for the most part. I, I felt sick, but I didn't feel like absolutely terrible. I thought I had like a sinus infection. Oh, it's so horrible. Um, so I'm just feeling really guilty about it. I, I didn't do it on purpose. It was a really, just a really honest mistake. Um, oh God. All right. Well, Got it off my chest, so thanks for that. 
Bye. To, to clarify, when she said it was so bad, she didn't mean the COVID. She meant that she did that to him. Yeah, the same. Right. <laughs> it's By also the- kind of funny how she's like basically saying, she's like, I infected somebody and, you know, he his life could be at stake. But I'm glad I got it off my chest and now I feel okay about it. <laughs> but that is, you know, like, in some way, that is the point of the Secrets Hotline. It's like... I, those are the kind of secrets I like where it's like a real secret. They can't tell anybody and they need to say it to somebody on some the king has the ears of an ass shit. The funny thing about her call to me was that she was like, I am asymptomatic. And anyway, um, I hooked up with a guy. Goodbye. I'm like, uh, is he? <laughs> is he asymptomatic? Because that's all that really matters right now. Also, right. from talking to my single friends, I know you're not like this, Brent, but a lot of people are like getting tested so they can take their negative test and go get like a booty call and mm. then they get tested again and then they go yeah. fuck somebody else. These tests are just not accurate though. Or that's true. As, as was evidenced in this. No, uh, this girl thing. just read it wrong. She was not she accurate. She thought negative meant Oh, she that. was inaccurate. She oh, was yeah. inaccurate. She was, you don't. She was inaccurate. Have- yeah. Dude, if I had it was in her position and I went, I got a COVID test and then that night I went and hooked up with someone and and just I ejaculated and people were like, Oh my god, you got COVID nineteen. How was it? I would say, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> and I gotta give her props for telling him. I mean, yes. I know that's the obvious right thing to do, but that's pretty hard, especially if like it was a one night stand and you don't want to talk to him again and it's embarrassing and it's so easy to just move on. And I think that but she couldn't quite she did bring the right her, thing. Couldn't quite bring herself to say, I misread the test because. <laughs> but she did it fine. It didn't matter. She, I don't think she needed to tell the truth about that. It's hard to believe. I would have done the exact same thing. I would have said it was their fault, but I do have it. I wonder if uh, what's interesting is that it's like, you know how you've said that, um, you know, Moshe, you've said it on stage, in fact, that your sexual feelings can cloud your judgment or whatever. Sure. It's almost like, what if that's what kind of made her read it <laughs> like that? You know what I mean? Like, it, it's like she couldn't even read the test correctly because she was clouded by you right. know. how it's, hot this guy it, was. It's like a 90s movie, right? Like she like looks at the result and it like blurs out a little bit and turns to negative. And she's think, like, auga. <laughs> do you think yeah. on Tinder now people have like... Have a, have a negative COVID test? I do. I bet. I bet they do. They do? Whoa. I totally... Yeah, that makes it makes sense. Our producer, who is a, a hot single lady, just said, yes, they do. They, I bet. Like, uh, got COVID-19 negative, and I've been quarantined ever since. Why would you not put that in your bio? Right, because then people are hooking up. I guess that makes sense. But, you know, <laughs> hookups is, is definitely how this could spread. It's weird that people, strangers, are willing to connect with each other like this. I think. Well, it's you not know. that weird. Sexuality is like kind of one of the baselines of human of human nature. Like, I, I think it's s- weird that people are attracted to each other and desire each other in a sexual way. You know, why do, <laughs> wait why at do, all or during COVID? Why or? do I? What? Why do humans love each other? I don't understand what that is. <laughs> is this a joke? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> The joke and that also, is if I'm like not human. Yeah, yeah. I understand why humans act I can understand in a human loving way. the act of taking a human life, but why why <laughs> loving another human life? I understand feeding and that we need fuel. <laughs> but why does one love someone? And so I'm what not is love. I'm not necessarily implying that they fucked that night. I think, you know, you can do that and then start social distance dating, see if you like them, and then keep your if you as long as you don't fuck that person, you can keep your negative test status I bet on your a, profile. I bet there's a bunch of people out there straight up who are responsible but um, horny 
who their system is. I get a COVID-19 test. Uh, I find someone who's gotten a COVID, who will go get a COVID-19 test. I fuck them. And then I quarantine yeah. un- for two weeks and I go get another test and fuck somebody else in the same situation again and again and again. I, I believe that. That's probably what you would be doing. Well, you got to figure out a way to like get back to life. Get back well, to enjoy. Or it. you could just no, or you could just, you know, listen to the your next door neighbor's wall and enjoy yourself. <laughs> That's true. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. You could um, just enjoy it. Speaking of enjoying it, Brent, we have enjoyed having you on our podcast. Thanks, Brent. We've got to go. Hey, Take care of our baby. Thanks for letting me get in on those secrets. Those are those are those are really fun. Actually, that's a great idea. That's a great segment for your show. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that's I got it's like I'm I wish I thought of that for the stuff I do. Well, you can steal it, I guess, if you want to. <laughs> no, I mean it's like, God, my friends are always coming up with these good podcast ideas. Yeah. Well, I'm doing an, uh, a podcast where I interview like comedians and I kind of go through how they got started and then I ask them if we're good. <laughs> so and you use a soundbite from a movie that you were in. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But it's it's a very obscure indie film. So no, uh, well, I'm going to start a new podcast where I um, have um, random people on the street tell me secrets out on this uh, out in public in the street. Well, you know? good luck with that. I don't think you'd get a lot of juice. <laughs> It'll be called podcast secrets but outside oh okay it's an andrew michon reference i love it speaking of andrew michon brent next time you guys do a zoom give me a buzz hey man, yeah I'd get motion to. in this like zoom Dude, boys I, action i would love i would love to man i mean all geez, he's doing is chomping nicorette right next to me yeah hey i would love to get you in on it man i've, I've mentioned it many every time we talk on the phone i say that we should do video i well, don't think do he it. knew what you were talking about i, mean, I don't even know what video is <laughs> Because he's not saying FaceTime. How do people talk <laughs> on a computer? Right. <laughs> Brent, we got to go. Okay, bye-bye. Bye, okay, bye. Bye. Man, that Brent, what a unique and one-of-a-kind individual. My best, my, perhaps my best friend in the world. Oh, maybe you guys can talk on video soon. I'd love to. <laughs> I love him. But you know who else I love? Um, the other guys on that Zoom. But you know who I really love? Who? Oh, yeah, Scott. <laughs> Scott. You know who I love? Scott. Scott. You know who else I love? Mike. You know who else I love? Andrew. You know who else I love? Brent's brother. <laughs> <laughs> I also love you. I love you, too.